0: Welcome to our Blue Ocean Advent Podcast. This is Emily, and I'll be your guide today. We'll start by getting situated so that we're comfortable. We can take a few deep breaths to slow your mind and your body as I read this variation of a prayer of St. Patrick. I breathe in hope as I stand today, calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you, face-to-face. Now we'll spend about one minute using part of this prayer as a breath prayer. So on the in-breath, say, I breathe in hope, and on the out-breath, as I stand today. I breathe in hope as I stand today. Go ahead. Next, we'll move on to our petitionary prayer. And today we're going to pray for our church. You can start by praying something like, God, give me hope for blank in my faith community. And then if you'd like, you can remember various people from church before God as they come to your mind. I know there's a lot of people that I miss and who are on my mind a lot. So we'll take a little bit of extra time to pray this morning for that. We'll take about 40 seconds. Go ahead. And now we'll have our story from the Advent book, All Creation Waits, written by Gail Boss and illustrated by David Klein. Today's story is about the white-tailed deer. Gliding through the woods in groups of two, three, or four, their coats the color of brush and bark render them nearly invisible to us. So when, in October, we see herds of them out in the open, it seems a curtain has been pulled back on a secret society. They know the cold is coming, Banding together against predators, they forage widely in the fields before their food freezes or vanishes under the snow. But then, a drive deeper than feeding seizes them. By November, both bucks and does, restless, verge on reckless. Trumping food and wariness, the primal urge to reproduce oneself and one's kind surges with the winds of the coming, killing cold. The rut, it's called, from a Latin word for roar and in the part of Michigan where I live, at crescendos in the first days of Advent. bucks set out now as solitary travelers, ranging their claim territory and marking it profusely. An area's strongest buck has won the right in early fall sparring matches to mark most, advertising his virility. He rubs his antlers against soft bark saplings, though fence posts will do, and in the rubbing, glands on his forehead seep his distinctive scent onto the gouged wood. He paws the ground duff too, clearing a circle in which he urinates, leaving his news. Then, on a slight branch at head height, he's chosen the place with an eye to this branch, he thrashes his antlers or bites to break the tip. Gently, eyes closed, he rubs the freshened end along the side of his face, back and forth across sensitive spots that coat the stem tip with his scent. He has created a multi sensory surround. Coming to it, does recognize a mate that will give them strong fawns. They seek him. He chases them. When he's elsewhere, other bucks intercept the does that he's after. In the 24-hour window when a doe will mate, she and the buck of the moment enact a ritual of motion, touch, sound, and scent before coming together. This vigorous, elaborate dance engrosses white-tailed deer in early Advent. They rest briefly, eat little, Move, 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 driven to recreate themselves. And then it's over. By the end of December, the more commanding cold rains in their roaring blood. They regroup, bucks together, does together. And before the deep snow hobbles them, they follow memory's thread to white cedar swamps, where the bow's dense weave shelters them from wind, from snow, from dogs and wolves. They have done with all their might what they can to continue themselves. Now they lie down together, sharing warmth, little more than their fat stores to feed them. Huddled together, they are more hidden from us now than in any other season. If two or three should materialize, still as stone among the trees, it seems a vision. Soon they vanish, slipping back to the cedar swamp to wait as the cold deepens and fawns grow in the doe's bellies. So in the story, the author talks about how the deer lay down together to share their warmth and to get through the winter. So let's take a minute to meditate on who and what warms our hearts, our minds, our bodies, and our spirits as we hunker into the darkness of winter. And feel free to express whatever feelings you have about this idea to the creator, whether it's gratitude or frustration or maybe desire for more warmth and support. Let's take about a minute to do this. And now our benediction. Go in peace. Wash your hands. Love your neighbor. You are not alone.